Hi, and welcome to Dope Shit My Therapist Says, a therapeutic wellness and lifestyle podcast providing relatable conversations and encourage our listeners to strive for self-growth, self-reflection, and self-love. We are two therapists who just want to keep it real. We provide a safe and honest space for those who need an extra dose of connection with a no-bullshit filter. We're your hosts, Ryan Gaddy and Lauren Factor, and we welcome you to our space. We're so happy to have you here. Now let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Dope Shit My Therapist Says. This is our last episode of 2020. Um, When this episode premieres, we'll only have four days left of this crazy, messy, fucked up year. Um, (laughs) I don't know about you, Ryan, but like what a year 2020 has been. I, I swear it's like it's hard for me to say that it was a bad year because there's a lot of good that happened this year for me. But it just was a year of um, messy, confusing, unpredictable events. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just thinking the way that I feel about 2020 is like how I feel when I reflect on like four years, like, oh man, thinking about the last four years of whatever and how much things have changed. Like I think about 2020 and it feels like four years, like how much shit has happened and how much stuff has just completely changed since this year started. I started this year off in Nashville with my two best friends after one of what I thought, well, no, it still is one of the hardest ends of 2019 portions of my life ever. Um, Trauma, bullshit, whatever. So we went to Nashville to try to get over this huge thing that happened in our lives. And, you know, I started the year off in a really good place and, you know, Come March, here we are. Yeah, no, I totally feel you. Um, at the beginning of this year, I went to Jamaica, which was one of the best vacations of my life. We were celebrating my birthday and my mom's birthday, and I was just in heaven. I was in pure bliss. And, you know, reflecting back, I keep saying, oh, last year I was in Jamaica. And it's like, no, I actually started the year off 2020 flying through multiple airports. This COVID virus that we didn't have any clue about to an island And I'm just thankful I didn't get sick or bring it to Jamaica because it's just scary to think that I was traveling this year. And same with you, like traveling to different parts of, you know, the country or out of the country. And I hear you too. I mean, 2019 was a really rough year for me and I really thought 2020 was going to be better, but um, I I think everyone did. (laughs) Everyone was like, we're in twenties again. We got this. It's going to be great. 2019 was just like a little taster of what was coming up next. (laughs) Yeah, it was like uh, the foundation for something that, you know, is out of our hands and out of our control. And I think the hardest part about this year for me was really having to release control over something that I had no control over because, you know, part of my astrology chart, uh, being Capricorn, having some of that earth, I, I feel like I want to control more of my life. Um, I love being in control of decisions that I make. Um, but then this year happened and I had to really release a lot of the control over things because COVID. Yeah, that's definitely a major, I think overarching lesson, even in, for me too, Um, I also have Capricorn in my chart. My moon is Capricorn. And I think it dominates a lot of my chart far more than the Aries does because I'm very hard-headed, work-driven, 
um, you know, all the details, things along those lines. But same thing, like I, I really had to release control of my whole life. I went from having my own place to living with a friend, not having, you know, much control over what my environment looked like in that situation, having to go to telehealth and not having control over whether your client showed up or not, or, you know, how you did things. There's just like control is just the, the word. I think that's like just the word for 2020 is like learning to let go of knowing it all and having it all under control. Yeah, I agree. So in, in this episode, if it wasn't clear already, we're kind of doing a reflection of this year of 2020, how it impacted both of us and some of the you know positives that did occur from this year. Like I said, not everything was bad for either of us. We both had some really important and positive events take place or situations. And then we're going to talk a little bit about what we're looking forward to this upcoming year. So I'll, I'll start by saying something that I've learned in 2020. So I made a little list because I really wanted to make sure that I got my points across rather than just rambling. But the first thing that um, I realized this year is that time is precious And I took a lot of things for granted, you know, living in Los Angeles, we have a lot of great things out here. We have great weather. We have the beach, we have the mountains, we have, um, you know, every concert of every, everybody who's ever performed coming to town. We have theme parks, we have, you know, the list goes on and, you know, I live right by Hollywood. I live in a really nice part of town and yes, I've always noted like known that this was a nice area and that I'm very grateful for it, but the ability to just like go and do whatever I wanted whenever I wanted and then it being totally ripped from my fingertips really kind of sobered me made me realize like wow I have been so lucky and now I really need to like reflect and realize like okay you know I need to really not take anything for granted moving forward yeah I think that is definitely a huge one I've tried to really focus on the fact that I still have a job, that I wasn't one of the, I don't know how many thousands, millions of people who've lost work this year, who've lost income this year, who've lost housing this year, trying to count my blessings in those areas that I was still able to provide for myself. It was huge and sobering and sad to see so many people and still so many people like just loss of control over their businesses and all of these things because of COVID. And I mean, we've talked in past episodes, our experiences, you know, with shutdowns and what's available right now during pandemic in different areas, because I'm in Connecticut and Lauren's in Los Angeles. Connecticut's for the most part still open. We have some restrictions put back on, but we didn't really lose everything again, like LA and California has been losing back and forth. So I've (laughs) been thankful for that as well. Yeah, I also have on my list job, Um, you know, I'm still getting my hours. I'm not licensed yet. I'm almost there. But, you know, with the good comes the bad. I still have a job. I'm still gaining my hours, but I am losing a lot of hours. I would be done 
probably around this time um, if I had been actually in person seeing students because we don't have control of if they're going to show up and, you know, I don't ever want to force them to come to therapy. Um, the good news is, is that a lot of the students that I see, I've seen for a long time and they have shown up, but we've had to readjust everything by doing telehealth. And luckily, like the two of us are pretty fortunate that we, we, we live alone. So we have, you know, confidentiality, we have the space, we can, you know, work from our homes, we have good internet, but for a lot of people out there, you know, losing a job, housing, whatever it may be is it's tough. And I definitely, I feel for everyone who's had to go through that. So I am also lucky that I was able to keep employment and keep doing the work that I love. Speaking of telehealth, I actually wrote down something positive about it on my list. And that's that I know that I tend to put too much on my plate and rush around like a chicken with their head cut off because I don't <laughs> seem to say no to things and I just pile it all on. Um, so one of the things that's been really helpful and wonderful for me is being able to work from home, uh, is being able to do all my clients, you know, back to back or whatever it is and be in my home space so I can actually take care of myself because taking care of myself is not something I'm good at. I tend to get too overwhelmed with all the things I have to do and don't use my time wisely. So telehealth has really helped me like realize even more so like how I actually feel when I'm taking care of myself and make time for it. And it's easier for me to make time for it when I'm home all the time. Um, and it, you know, if I'm running late or whatever, I just throw open my computer rather than having to get in the car and drive 30 minutes or whatever it is to the next person. So that is a positive. Yeah. I've really held on to. And I, it's kind of funny because when I was manifesting and looking at new jobs, the end of last year, beginning of this year on my list, I kind of wrote, like, I would love to have a job that allowed me to work from home, maybe not all of the time, but part of the time. And that's yeah. kind of what happened. Um, <laughs> our school before Thanksgiving um, was, hybrid where we would be in school Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, mm -hmm. and I'd work from home on Wednesday. And that Wednesday was just like such a good boost of energy for me. So it's kind of funny how that worked out. <laughs> so, so, so what you're saying is, is that you have been able to recognize that you need to take care of yourself going into the new year that like kind of sitting back and saying, Oh, wow, this is really nice when you're, yeah. you know, making you a priority. Right, exactly. So I need to figure out how to transition that to when I don't have as much time because I am driving. I need to learn how to do better about taking care of myself and prioritizing. Yeah, it's so funny. Everything you're saying, I, I have on my list too. <laughs> so I'm just going to piggyback off that resting and allowing myself to rest. Um, I'm such a go getter, you know, but I have like more of a lazy. I don't like the word lazy. So I'll just say unmotivated tone. So I'm very like my mind and my body don't always connect. Like my body is like, you need to rest. And my mind says, I don't like to rest. So really figuring out what that looks like, because even on my off days, now I have, you know, some time off because uh, winter break for the schools, which is um, also my little vacation for a couple of weeks. Like, I don't think I can go one day without doing something. And I would like to to go one day of just resting and watching TV and not trying to clean the kitchen and do laundry and read, like not for pleasure, read for information. I, that's just who I am. But 
I've also, you know, really recognized that resting and allowing myself to rest is okay. And we're allowed to do that. We should do that. Yeah. I've done a lot of resting in 2020, (laughs) but then also not a lot of resting. I don't know. Um, I think towards the beginning when I was living with my friend and didn't have a lot my own space, like I was surviving in a bedroom (laughs) and I didn't have a desk. So I was, you know, watching TV from my bed, working from my bed, everything from my bed. I kind of felt like that guy from the grandpa from Willy Wonka because uh, <laughs> I just never movie. <laughs> never left the bed and I started to hate it after a while um so now it's nice to now have a little table and a couch to use but yeah I forgot where I was going with this oh um yeah I don't think I've ever watched that much tv in my entire life I'm not a big tv watcher I tend to like I said just be all over the place doing too many things so I'll start watching tv but then I end up like cleaning the kitchen doing laundry opening a book on Instagram like it's just can't focus so it's been kind of nice to just like switch gears a little bit and just sit on my butt a little bit but now I'm starting to get over it which is kind of how the podcast also (laughs) developed (laughs) I do want to talk about that in a second but um, I actually created my own movie list with movies that I've always wanted to see or that are highly rated that I knew I would watch. And I'm starting to check those off my list. So I guess I am kind of listening to myself a little bit and just allowing myself to like watch more TV, even though um, I hear what you're saying, like too much of anything is just too much. But yeah, I, I did want to talk a little bit about the podcast and you know, it's been really nice to be recording um, our podcast together. And uh, I feel like it's given us both like a newfound creative outlet, uh, especially me, because I just didn't have direction when it comes to creativity. I have these ideas and I just don't know how to (laughs) follow through with them. The follow through has always been hard for me. Um, It's funny. I'm like thinking out loud right now, but I'm like, wait, that actually is follow through is hard. I have these ideas. So then with, you know, Ryan, um, And I creating this podcast, like, it's been nice to have that creativity flowing through. I think, Becca, would say that you're, well, we have pretty much the same human design chart, but like (laughs) our undefined G center is related to that ability to come up with ideas, but not know how to implement them. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because we're both really like that. I've been able to like hone it in a little bit more, but still feel like it doesn't always land where I need, want it to land. And I, if you guys have listened to our first episode, I kind of, ex- I think I do. I should probably listen to our first episode again. Um, <laughs> I think I kind of explained how dope shit my therapist says came to be. And it's been an idea that's been floating in my head for the last three years, at least. Um, and I kept bringing it up to Lauren and saying, this is an idea I have. It didn't have a name at that point. Uh, and 2020, we just made it happen. And it has been really healing and great to have an outlet for my creativity, for Lauren's creativity, to talk to different people, um, to get to know different people and hear their stories and share with them the things that we're really interested in. And it's just kind of been like the biggest blessing out of 2020, I think, really given me direction on something I'm really passionate about and enjoy doing. Yeah, I agree. Being in this pandemic really got us thinking and reflecting the first few months of the pandemic, like what do we do with our extra time or what do we do with ourselves when we're not working? And I'm glad that we went 
you know, forward with the podcast and all the guests we've had on have just been super unique. And, you know, what we post and the guests we have on are all um, people that we want and things that we want to talk about. We will not talk about something unless we want to talk about it. We will not have guests on unless we want those guests on. Everything we do is really mindful And it's just to continue to educate and, you know, show our love for mental health and make it humanizing because this whole experience of of the pandemic has been really hard for everyone. And, you know, I'm not saying like, oh, that's so great, but it is kind of nice that everyone can relate for once in our lives to each other, even if things are a little bit nuanced with job or some other, you know, areas of life, but we're all having a tough time. And some days are better than other days and we're all doing this together. So I feel like that has also been kind of nice to say, I don't know. Yeah, we definitely are privileged to be able to have the ability and time and space to like put effort into things that we're passionate about, you know, outside of just the the pure act of surviving, which is what a lot of people are doing. Like we are really privileged. Um, maybe just, I, I just want to note that, that, you know, a lot of people right now are essential workers who don't have any free time, who are working very, very hard to help everyone else survive. And then there's other people who, you know, just don't have the capability right now to do anything extra. So Uh whoever you are, wherever you fit into, you know, that spectrum, we send you love and we send you good vibes and prayers that, you know, things will look up very soon for everybody. And hopefully we have some good changes coming in the future for our society and how we help and benefit mental health. Um, Really hoping more money will be put into that, more therapists, all of that. I know the discussion has been way more than in other years. I've seen people reposting and commenting, um, celebrities, you know, they are a big draw. So when they do talk about therapy and mental health, that's really important. Um, But I have seen definitely with therapy and mental health, more of a push and people opening up about their own struggles, which is great. I, I, I think that, you know, if opening up about how you feel, it's very vulnerable and it's really hard, but it, it's appreciated, you know, um, that's something I wanted to talk about too. Something else I learned in 2020 is power of communication and boundaries. And this will lead me into something uh, that I want to work on next year, but I'll talk about that after is just communicating with your friends and family and, and, or partner or whoever about how you're doing and setting boundaries for yourself when you're not doing well, which is really hard. But I felt like I needed to do that a little bit more that like, you know, I'm such a communicative, um, extroverted person, but I've had some really tough times this year and I've had to communicate to people close to me and be vulnerable about I'm not doing well. And I've, feel like I've always done pretty well, but I had depressive days and anxious days that were so out of character for me, purely based on this pandemic that I had to literally break down those walls and and say, no, I can't talk right now because people do have expectations of you. You know, I'm someone who texts back really fast when a friend doesn't like hear from me within a few hours, they're really concerned, you know? And so I've had to learn how to communicate my boundaries of being like, I'm just not doing well. And I'm sorry, but I need to take some time away. So that was something I also learned this year. Yeah, that's really, really important is to not take on everybody else's stuff when you don't feel like you're capable of it. I think that's Mm -hmm. something I've tried to practice too recently of just like 
asking permission before venting or saying like, Hey, you know, are you in the space to listen to me about this right now? And, you know, hope, hopefully people are honest with me and they tell me yes or no, you know, no, when they need to say no, but yeah, communication boundaries. March brought a lot of people from my past back and they all just (laughs) rain from the sky and it was a shit show. I did not know how to handle, um, and so, I mean, especially with Lauren's support, cause she can be kind of the queen of like, no, you're not coming back into my life. Um, <laughs> I had Thank to you. learn how to say what I needed to say and not hold back all the time, you know, obviously say it in a kind way, but to be more honest about what I'm feeling and, you know, what someone's actions may have done for me or to me, um, So that is a huge lesson I learned is I don't need to be nice all the time. I don't need to accept you back into my life just because you show up again and you're saying, sorry, like I need to learn how to hold the boundary, even if it's been a long period of time since that person, you know, last heard about the boundary essentially. So that was a huge lesson I learned and I'm still working on, but I feel like I've done pretty well. Lots of people have been blocked. Lots of people have been ignored. Um, Cleanse it. It was hard. It was definitely really hard. I always feel guilty about that. So that's something I want to continue to take into 2021 is learning how to keep certain people out when they're in the past Mm -hmm. and they're meant to stay in the past. And because we've been home and and been forced to be home, it's caused a lot of self-reflection and a lot of thinking. And I'm an overthinker and I think a lot and um, I still do. I mean, that isn't, it's not like it's gotten much better, but I think that I've, I've definitely done, um, an expectation readjustment is what I'm calling it. I don't know. I think that my personality has just always been like, I I'm give and take like 50, 50. I expect something and I expect it in return. Um, the same from you. And again, going back to the boundaries, you know, not everyone is doing well and not everyone will communicate it. And that's something I just need to really realize is that not everyone is me. You know, not everyone is Ryan. Like we have what works for us and, and that's great. Um, but not everyone else is going to see eye to eye. So just expecting changes, you know, to happen and being flexible, which actually is the biggest lesson I learned this year was life is unpredictable. So be flexible and try telling that to someone who likes to control things, uh, cough, cough, (laughs) me to be flexible, but you know what? I've had to roll with the punches and it was hard, but I did it because here I am, you know, still standing. So what was your biggest lesson of the year? I think it was to, like you said earlier, release control and let the universe do its job. That's something, even if I say that I'm doing, I'm often still trying to hold on control of. And so I started the new year, I started 2020 trying to get out of a job that had me extremely burnt out, Um, essentially quote unquote homeless, although I was living with a friend, but I didn't have Mm -hmm. any of my stuff. I was living out of a suitcase, which I've never done in my entire life and struggling to find a new job. Just all of these things in my life were extremely uprooted and I had no clue where they were going. And I only had a hint of an idea of where I wanted them to go. And I had to work really hard on letting the universe do its job. I did a lot of writing about what I was hoping for, a lot of, you know, just sitting and letting it happen. 
a lot of times sitting outside in the backyard, talking to birds. Don't t- I'm crazy. I know. Um, but for <laughs> me, sp- my spirit animal are birds. So putting trust that when I saw a bird, that meant something good was happening or coming. Not, not any bird. Like there was cardinals that were coming to visit me like at the oh. same time every day. So I was seeing that as a sign. I don't know. They're just really bright red. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's been mine this year let the universe do its job. The harder you push for something to happen, the usually the harder the door is getting slammed in your face. So you just Mm -hmm. gotta let go of that control and say what will come will come. Amen. You're (laughs) so right. A few positive things that happened to me in 2020. Um, I think number one, I strengthened all my relationships with my friends, with my boyfriend, and with my parents and family. That's the best thing that could have happened this year for me, and I'm so glad that it did. I I just want that to continue. That's something I definitely want to continue is just keep, you know, communicating and reaching out and setting those boundaries if I need to about how I'm feeling, about how I'm doing. But I think that's the best thing that has come out of this year for me. Also, just realizing that I am resilient and when things are hard, that again, back to relationships, I have my support system. And, um, you know, support systems are not always the easiest to create, but you have the power to create them. It's one of the only things we can control in our lives is who we talk to and who we allow in and who we allow back in, because I'm all about allowing people back in, but you have to prove to me that you deserve to be here because my group is smaller now. And I like it that way. And support system are the people that you are, you need to lean on when you are sad. You need to lean on them when you are having a bad day because um, without them, like surviving this world is really hard. And without them, I don't know how I would have done this year. So I'm grateful for everyone in my life. And that for me was the biggest positive of this year. Hmm. (sighs) I think my biggest positive was probably working to let go of essentially getting Capri, my black lab puppy. Um, when I got her, I, I wasn't sure if I had made the right decision because I had lost my dog last year, um, to some very traumatic circumstances. And it was a really deep wound. And the day I got her, I brought her home and I cried on the floor and I looked at her and I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Um, but honestly, she has been probably the biggest thing getting me through 2020 without her I don't know what my day-to-day would look like I think it would be very different um just emotionally so she's definitely my biggest positive she's very happy all the time and (laughs) just silly and it helps a lot she reminds me to just slow down be present and have fun yeah I try to take lessons from her when she's like out in the two feet of snow running around like a psychopath I'm like oh yeah it's a snow day this is fun right that's probably one of my biggest positives is having her in my life dogs are great yeah and uh yeah it's like a built-in companion and uh you know because you've been home you've been able to spend more time with her and watch her grow and she's been able to (laughs) form that bond with her mom (laughs) yeah whether that's a good thing I don't know we'll find out (laughs) <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> On the next episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How is my quarantine puppy doing? Uh, yeah. I, I too, I think what I'm taking into 2021 is actually something I just learned last week. And I, I've always known this, but I think it was just a good reminder to myself is 
lean on your support system, have positive people in your life. But at the end of the day, you are the only person in your life that you can truly rely on when everything goes to shit. You know, there might be a time where no one's available and you have to do it all on your own and you are much stronger than you will ever believe. So strengthen that relationship with yourself too, not just Mm -hmm. the people around you. Yep. I mean, there were many times where I was just sitting with myself, looking at myself, being like, I'm all alone. I mean, I'm not really alone. Physically, I'm alone. And how do I how do I work on this relationship with myself? And, you know, you can go the woo-woo spiritual route of journaling, meditation, or you can, you know, just sit with yourself and do something that makes you feel good and pamper yourself or cook a nice meal, like do something to, you know, show yourself some love. But it's definitely hard. <laughs> but I like that. Definitely the relationship with yourself is is number one and it should be number one because you got to take care of you before other people. A few more things that I'm taking into 2021, which I will uh, luckily, you know, since this is recorded, I have accountability here. Um, but these are the things that like I want to work on this next year. So kind of a resolution, but more of just like more of a message, making choices that are mindful continuing to enhance my relationships, allowing myself to rest when things open up out here in California, appreciating it when I can travel again, appreciating it when I can see my friends out of state, appreciating it, uh, all those things. And finally, trying to be less judgmental of people in situations, because that is something that has actually been really hard for me. Um, but I feel like I'm that's a, I'm just continuing to work on that area of my life. And uh, yeah, those are my uh, resolution messages for 2021. Mine are um, kind of, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little floundering right now with my instant thought process, which is fine. Uh, I really want to be able to focus on holding on to what I want in relationships in my life. Um, being very intentional, clear about those and not being afraid to say, no, sorry, you're not the right person to have in my life. Um, I've been single for a long time and really wanting to bring in the right person and foster positive relationships around that. So I want to continue that work that I've been doing of allowing the right people into my life and holding on to those people. So that's definitely one thing. Um, Continuing to learn how to take care of myself in a way that's going to work for me, something I've struggled with all my whole life. There's a lot of therapeutic reasons behind that, that I'm kind of uncovering mm-hmm. and continue my work of healing. I think that's been something that's come up over the last three years. And I've talked to my own therapist about of like, things are just starting to open up. The longer you have a positive environment surrounding you, the more your uh, body and brain have the ability to like have a sigh of relief and to start working on healing in different ways. So continuing to create an environment where I'm able to heal is another goal that I have for myself and just continuing to be grateful, taking those moments. Like 2020, I've worked really hard on stepping outside, like physically outside into nature, Mm -hmm. whether it's going for a walk, sitting on the balcony, just sitting outside in the sunlight and just breathing and thinking about like, wow, like I am so lucky to be where I'm at right now. I feel so grateful and blessed and really holding on to those feelings because that can be such a good mood booster to really focus on those things. Mm -hmm. Ditto. (laughs) 
<laughs> I agree with everything you said. And the birds. Yeah. Well, I don't like birds like Ryan does, so we're not going to talk about the birds. Um, But yeah, just, I don't know. I just want, I want things, I want our world to heal, physically heal from COVID, emotionally heal from all the trauma that we've experienced this year. That whole, that statement, you know, um, I'm trying to think of what that quote is. Like, um, you never know what someone else is going through. One of those quotes like that, where it, it does ring true that we really don't know what someone else is going through because like I said, you know, because of the way that we're raised and trauma history, we're not, not everyone's going to just tell you, yeah, this happened to me. This is why I feel the way I feel, but I just want more peace and love really for 2021 for everyone. And we're really grateful that we have this platform and that we have our listeners. It really does mean a lot to us. And I know we say that all the time, but it really does matter. Like without you guys, like there's no point in us doing this. Um, we need, you know, we, we need, and we want, um, you know, people to feel connected to what we're saying and, uh, we appreciate you always. So what are some things that you are hopeful for, for the podcast for 2021? Ooh, well, more awesome guests that are coming on soon. Stay tuned. Just, I feel like I learned so much from the people that come on with us. Um, And I'm excited about that. And uh, just continuing to build creative content with Ryan. It's a lot of fun. I feel like Ryan is the executor and um, I'm kind of like, oh, there's an idea, but I don't know. I want to use this and this and this. And then Ryan's like, how about this? And I'm like, yes. Yes. (laughs) So we really work well as a team and it's been a lot of fun to create and continuing to create. So what about you? Um, Yes. I have so many like goals and manifestations for the podcast. (laughs) I obviously want to reach more people. Like our goal of just getting into more people's pockets, headphones, whatever you want to call it, continuing to connect with some amazing people. So far we you know, have connected with uh, Kelly um, on the medium over Instagram. Um, we have a couple other guests that we've learned about and connected through social media with that connection, getting to know those people, hearing their stories is such a huge, huge thing. And I love it. Uh, I, I just want to keep that. I just want to keep that rolling in, getting to know these people, hopefully getting some dream guests on eventually, Although we do have one that's coming up. We're really excited about And, you know, just really seeing where it takes us. It's been almost six months. We're at the five month mark right now, getting close to six months of doing this. And I'm really proud of us. Lauren and I both have this tendency to have goals and not know how to go from point A to point B. We just kind of want to like be at B already. And personally, I give up really easily when I don't match that goal quickly enough. So I'm proud of us for taking it slow and getting to where we're at right now and continuing to put our love and energy into it. I am proud of us too. You know, we, we came up with this idea and, um, we ran with it. I mean, no one taught us any of this. Uh, we just started and researched and, and did it. If you follow us on Instagram and you have an idea for an episode or an idea for a guest to be on the episode, or maybe you feel like you're the right fit to be on our episode um, as a guest, let us know in the DMs. We're always open to hearing from our listeners because they're the ones that keep us going. So, but yes, Ryan, I am proud of us. And uh, I'm proud of this platform that we've created and, you know, our own 
personal lives, you know, get hectic at times and, you know, our work as therapists is very draining, but finding, you know, the time to, to do this has been really rewarding and nice. Yeah. I'm actually really glad we've been able to find time to do it. That was definitely a concern at the beginning. Um, but (laughs) pandemic gave us some time to do it. So yeah, Yeah. (laughs) we've definitely managed to make it a priority and make it, um, make space for it. So with that said, um, <laughs> can't believe it's going to be 2021 already. And yes, and I, Capricorn season. Yes. Just making that a point. Capricorn almost, season. Almost Lauren's <laughs> birthday. <laughs> and hopefully Lauren doesn't have to, no, she's going to have to <laughs> celebrate her birthday in quarantine. Sorry. It's only fitting, right? It's a COVID birthday and I'm one of the last and Ryan was one of the first and you know I would feel really guilty if I didn't have a COVID birthday because like Ryan couldn't even celebrate her birthday with margaritas I remember she wanted to go have margaritas and that's when everything started shutting down and yeah it's okay we're gonna have a big birthday party like this summer or something yeah we're gonna have to go somewhere (laughs) we're just gonna be swimming in a pool of margaritas we're not even gonna drink out of glasses we're gonna be in a pool swimming through it salt on the rim of the pool i've got a whole image in my head oh my god not in the pool well i guess there's salt Salt in the water (laughs) (laughs) sorry i was going off on this weird tangent about salt on the margarita glass body in the pool it's a new uh song that we're creating oh i like it (laughs) i'm not good at rapping though so please don't ask me to rap i was thinking more of a country song i don't know why got it i can do that (laughs) Anyway, um, we hope that, you know, your new year brings you a lot of blessings and uh, we can't wait to see what's in store for 2021. Yeah. Keep an eye out for our next episodes coming in January. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. And if you feel called to rate and review and share with the people in your life you think would like us too. For more info on this episode, check out the show notes. And as always, you can find us on Instagram at dopeshttherapypod and via email at dopeshttherapypod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and check back soon for more episodes.